The Anton Savage Show with Nifty Business on News Talk. The International Festival of Time is taking place this weekend in Waterford. The lineup for the event includes master watchmakers, newcomers, and a stellar showcase of horological talent. I've been practicing that one all morning. I'm joined now by a renowned figure in the world of watchmaking, Guinness World Record watchmaking expert, Andreas Streller. Andreas, good morning. Good morning. Andreas, how does one exit school and decide that the career that they will take is watchmaking? There, there can't be, it can't have been an obvious choice. It was, for me, it was quite obvious. Uh, I always wanted to be a kind of an inventor and creator. And like my father is collecting watches, uh, I dropped into the world. And so um, watches is my world. Now, I don't mean to uh, be crass, but I, I looked online and I saw that if I wanted to buy one of your watches, I could be parting with as much as €130,000. How long does it take you to make each one? Um, from the order to the delivery, it takes uh, between uh, 12 and uh, 24 months. And, and each one is uh, unique? Sure. Each one is uh, made to the customer, yes, right. And how much of it can you buy off the shelf? Can you buy the, the gears and wheels or do you have to hand make all of that? Nothing at all. In watchmaking, everything is uh, is made specific to the model, to the, uh, to the movement. So uh, there even doesn't exist standard schools in watchmaking. The, everything has to be de- designed for because uh, the space is so limited. And uh, so uh, when you create something new, you have to create almost everything from scratch. You have to machine your own tiny screws and your own tiny gears. Uh, screws, gears, main plates, uh, but even uh, cases, dials, hands, everything is machined in my workshop. Do you have a personal favorite of all that you have made? It's always the last piece I've made. So uh, one of the last pieces I created is uh, Transaxial uh, Remontoire Tourbillon, which is a uh, a uh, special device on the watch which maintains always the same power on the on the escapement, which uh, increased the precision in timekeeping. On the other side is uh, the moon indication was always something I love to to improve. So, uh, um, yeah, there's many things. For me, it's always a way to find technical solutions uh, in the world of watchmaking. And those technical solutions, am I right in saying that there's a term like complications for the, the number of different functions that you can put into a watch? Yeah, the, the term of complication is a bit special in watchmaking. It doesn't mean it makes it complicated. It does make it complicated, but it's uh, basically an additional function. Timekeeping is the basic, and then we have additional functions like chronographs, like dates, perpetual calendar, repeaters, chiming watches, uh, all these kind of additional functions are called complications. And each of those will require its own individual gearing, its own individual plates, power, connections to the rest of the watch, and all in that same tiny body. Yes, uh, basically a watch uh, which indicates time has just one mainspring, so one power source, and this power source... uh, um, makes running everything. So if you have a watch uh, indicating time, calendar, and uh, several time-related indications, there's only one driving motor for it. Uh, compared to a car which has hundreds of motors for for um, 
for every indicator, for every little function and fan, there's a new motor. But in a watch, it's only one motor which drives everything. So if those of us who are, are unlikely to ever be in a position to commission you to do a single piece for us, if we're looking at off the shelf, what do we look for in a watch? Um, I don't, off the shelf, I don't make watches off the shelf. Uh, so they're only made on request. But uh, um, so uh, please uh, <laughs> give me more, more details. So uh, I more mean, how do you know what's good and what's bad in a watch? Or is it, is there such a chasm between okay, the hand? No, no. Yeah, it's, um, what I make is quality. So uh, quality in the sense, I want to make watches which are created to, to are in a kind of sustainable in the sense that uh, they are always repairable or should be always repairable by a good watchmaker. If a good watch is designed, then uh, you don't need to replace parts when you service it. You can service it just by disassembling, cleaning, and reassembling it. Uh, unfortunately, lower-priced uh, or cheap uh, mechanical watches often are built uh, in the sense that you have on each service to replace part of the movement because they are too tiny, they are too, too fragile, and uh, that's what I don't like. So I, I create watches like they have been built basically like 100 years ago. So uh, uh, I can still repair watches which has been built 100 years ago. And so my watches should be no problem to be repaired in 100 years in the future. So that's my goal to go and what I call quality on the watch. Final thing then, have you ever seen a watch that you wished you had built? And if so, what was it? There are many things uh, when I create, uh, when I started creating, let's say, uh, first you have ideas, you, you want to build them and then you see in the books it already exists. More and more you train your, your imagination, then, uh, then you, have the, uh, you have advanced on the, on the actual uh, date. So even when a colleague creates something new I wanted to create, uh, I'm not afraid because I don't have to do it. So uh, I, I prefer to, to do something new. But I would like to to have lived or worked uh, with Abraham Louis Breguet in the in the early 19th century. Uh, he was a very creative uh, watchmaker and company manager. So. Uh, this would be interesting, but also other watchmakers like uh, um, like uh, Lipin or Bertu uh, in this time. Well, unfortunately, so, we'll, we'll probably have to Google them um, to, to find out what they actually created. And likewise, by the way, you should Google uh, Andreas Streller because it is it, the work is is extraordinary. Andreas, thank you so much for coming on this morning. And again, the Festival of Time, 22nd, 24th. That's this weekend in Waterford. The Anton Savage Show with Nifty Business. Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.